This program is brought to you by SoundsTrue.com. At SoundsTrue.com, you can find hundreds of downloadable audio learning programs, plus books, music, videos, and online courses and events. At SoundsTrue.com, we think of ourselves as a trusted partner on the spiritual journey, offering diverse, in-depth, and life-changing wisdom. SoundsTrue.com. Many voices, one journey. You're listening to Insights at the Edge. Today, my guest is Robert Peng. Robert is an internationally renowned Qigong teacher, capable of generating healing energy through his hands with power equal to a potent electrical charge. He studied in China with legendary Qigong master Xiao Yao and became proficient in both the martial arts and the healing arts. He has used his extraordinary abilities to help countless people regain their optimum health and vitality and to demonstrate to the world the incredible spiritual potential that human beings possess. With Sounds True, Robert has published several titles, including a new book and a four-DVD set entitled The Master Key, Qigong Secrets for Vitality, Love, and Wisdom. Robert will also be one of our featured presenters at the 2014 Wake Up Festival. He'll be offering a pre-festival workshop, morning Qigong practice sessions, and an afternoon healers intensive. In this episode of Insights at the Edge, Robert and I spoke about what he calls four golden wheels of energy, the lower, middle, and upper tantian in the body, along with the fourth golden wheel, the central meridian in front of the spine. Robert also helped us locate in our own bodies these four energy centers and to activate their power. We also learned about expanding the central channel, expanding it all the way to infinity to connect and unify with the energy of the universe. Robert shared a bit about his work as a Qigong healer and some of his experiences studying healing with his master, Xiao Yao. And finally, Robert led us in a practice, a Qigong practice, that's called Awakening Awareness, a practice that underlies many of the Qigong practices that Robert teaches. Here's my conversation with Qigong master, Robert Pegg. Robert, your new book and DVD series is called The Master Key. Can you help us understand what you mean by this term, the master key? What's the master key? The master key, um, well, we say it's the four golden wheels. The four golden wheels. Uh, This is the master key or it's the master code to unlock uh, the lock that to release our true happiness. Yeah. But when we say true happiness is that, you know, when we say we're happy, we, we, we have a cup of coffee, we're happy, we have ice cream, happy, uh, we have our uh, sellers, you know, promoted, we're happy. It's, it's conditional. But when we say true happiness, or we say dynamic happiness that 
no matter in what conditions, you might be off a little bit from the center line, but your spirit of the happiness won't get interfered. So this master key is to unlock this and unlock the four wheels of the center for energy, energy center. We say we have a wheel of wisdom, where is located in the center of the head, and the energy here is associated with our wisdom. So we call it will, will of wisdom. Then some energy is connected in the center of the heart, and we call it will of the love, will of love. Then there's some energy center uh, uh, concentrated in lower Dantian, where it's below lower torso. It's connected with our uh, vitality, yeah, our charismatics. So this will, we call it will of vitality. So there's three wheels. Then we have another one to hold these three wheels together, which is central meridian. It goes from the perineum and going all the way up to top head to connect the heaven energy and to connect the earth's chi. This is central meridian to harmonize them. We call it a world of harmony. So these four golden wheels is the master key to uh, unlock, to release our dynamic happiness. So that's basically what it means. So the subtitle of the book, we call it The uh, Chico's Secrets for Vitality, Love, and Wisdom. Okay, now now four golden wheels. Explain this golden part and the wheel part. Yeah, the reason why we say it is golden wheel, first the wheel, because the energy in the center there, it is like, you know, it's a spinning. It is like the sun, then we have all the planets circling around it. So that energy is rotating around the central to make it more refined. So when we're doing the meditation, that energy concentrate, then you do feel there's a shining pearl over there. Yeah. But it's spinning, so we call it wheel. The reason we call it golden wheel, it doesn't mean it's golden color. Uh, in China, when we say oh, this is golden, I think in English too, it means it's precious. It is very valuable. It is powerful. So we have this three big energy centers. We have other energy center, all the air energy points, we say the acupuncture points, they're the energy center, but we don't call it golden center, golden wheel. So these four are the big one and the powerful one. So we give them a good name as golden wheel, the wheel of lo- uh, love, the wheel of vitality, the wheel of wisdom, and the wheel of harmony. Yeah. So when you have all these four wheels, uh, uh, fueled and uh, powerful with energy, you're driving a super powerful four-wheel drive. Yeah, no matter whether the road is bumpy, no matter whether it's sandy, you can drive through and go over a lot of difficulties. Still, you are moving forward. So we have some symbols from this four golden wheels. No, I didn't follow that last part. Symbols. From the four golden yeah, wheels. So, yeah. So these these are the symbol of our different parts of the energy. Yeah. So the the golden wheel of low, the, like the vitality there, we call it the wheel. Uh, uh, the center there. There's another name called lower dantian. Lower dantian. 
I mean, dan means elixir. Tian means field. The lower elixir field holds the energy of vitality. So when you when your vitality is strong, yeah, you always charismatic, you always have good energy, you're always jumping around uh, like you, like little boy or girls when they you know when they're three four years old, they, they never get exhausted. That's the will of vitality. Yeah. And the will of love, when it is powerful, if you're always loving, you want to embrace everybody, want to kiss everybody, always want to serve to the people. Yeah. But when it's weak, then you feel that you are uh, rejected. You feel not less love. You feel that depressed easily. Yeah. That's about the second will, the will of, uh, the golden will of the love. Then the upper one is in the, in the, in the, in the inside head, will of wisdom. When our wisdom, will of wisdom is charged with good energy, you have good choices. You always are guided in a good direction, as if someone is guiding you. It just, it's not logic. It's just have a good choice. But when it's blocked or weak there, you always make false choices. It's very disoriented. Yeah, fuzzy, doubted. Yeah, yeah. The problem is that we 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 can be developed in one of them and very weak in others. Like, say, for example, someone can be very developed of upper dantian, which is the will of wisdom, and poor in the uh, uh, will of love. Then he he can be very smart, very spiritual. He can be very um, successful with his career or business, but no matter how much money or successful they are, if their second will, the will of love, is not strong enough, they will feel depressed with no reason. Yeah. Or reversely, if someone is very developed with his, with the will of love, always loving, but very blocked with the upper dantian. Then he, well, if you have this kind of friends, they can be annoying friends. They want to help people, but they don't have a good way of doing this to express their love. Yeah. Vitality is the same. When vitality, the will of vitality, when it is powerful, yeah, but you, uh, but the middle that is, is not so powerful. You can be very strong action, but cruel heart. Yeah. So all these combinations, form different characteristics of our human beings. We analyze about six types of people, or not necessarily people, but the situations of when we are in something. Like today, maybe I'm in type one, very advanced in my upper dantian, but low in my middle dantian. I feel not so happy, but I'm very creative, can be. <laughs> yeah, so different situations of that. And so these are what we call three uh, four golden wheels, four golden wheels, and especially the three wheel, upper, middle, lower dantian. These three wheels, they are associated with our life a lot. Yeah, and in ancient times, in ancient times, our ancestors they begin to observe from from outside, from inside, from heaven, from earth, and they find there's some quite precious things. It's very strongly connected with our vitality, with our love, with our wisdom. So they name them as three treasures. So in heaven, 
they find the stars, the suns, the moons are so strongly connected with human chi, with a human vitality. So we call in the heaven we have three treasures. They are moon, the sun, moon, stars. And then we observe on the earth, the most frequently, most like strongly affected us is water, fire, and wind. So we have three treasures in earth, water, fire, and wind. And by the way, water in Chinese we say shui, wind in Chinese we say feng, you put it together, reverse, feng and shui, feng shui, feng shui. Yeah. So the feng shui in ancient times, when we study feng shui, is to study how the surrounding, how the earth, the planet is associated with our three dantians. Three dantian, lower dantian holds our jing, the essence. Middle dantian holds our mind. So lower dantian holds jing, the body. Middle dantian holds the mind. And upper dantian holds the spirit. So body, mind, spirit. Lower dantian, middle dantian, upper dantian. So many different names that meaning the same thing. So this tr- 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 uh, trilogy, tr- tr- trilogy is three. Three treasures. Heaven treasures, three treasures of earth, three treasures of, uh, of human beings. They are holding together as a, a, a type of our ways of dealing with outside world and dealing with our inner world. Now, Robert, I want to talk a little bit more about these three tandians that you're mentioning, and then the fourth golden wheel, the central meridian. But let's start with the idea of these three tandians. Now, are they actually taking up a sense of space in our energy body, if you will? And if so, how big a space is each Dantian? You mean how, how, how large does it take? Yeah. Yeah. Well, lower Dantian, which is in the lower torso, it is bigger. Normally when you doing the visualizations, we hold it as like a, um, the, the apple size, that size of the pearls is concentrated there. Yeah. The interesting thing is that when we say, here we say pearl, but in Chinese it is say dan tian. Tian means field. Field is a lot bigger, right? But why we call it pearl also a field? Because we understand every tiny thing in the Buddha eyes is a, is a paradise, is a new world. So this concentrated energy there, they host the oceans of the qi. And this oceans of the qi is associated with our um, our energy birth control. Oh, sorry, uh, our, our uh, uh, birth power and uh, sexual power, our uh, uh, charismatic power, and also our rooted energy. Like the extension of this lower dantian in the lower torso is a leg. You know, the leg it when it's extended it goes into the earth. So this lower dantian is also very strongly connected with the earth chi, which is fire, wind, and water. This lower dantian chi, when it's strongly rooted with earth chi, 
you feel more motherly and grounded. Yeah, that is lower than 10. Okay, now, now right now, even before we move on, I want to get really specific about this. So, you know, the size of an apple in the lower torso. Tell me exactly where. I want to help our listeners right now as okay. they're listening to you, tune to their lower dantian and awaken the energy yes. of their lower dantian. It is right in the middle. You know, uh, you, if you find the navel, the navel, and then opposite, opposite of the navel, that is the top part. Then... About three fingers below navel, that is the center, going inside, yeah, inside. That is where the center is. Okay, and if you were to help people right now have a sense of awakening or empowering the lower dantian, so they could really feel it in their body, this energy center. And I'm focusing on this, Robert, because I know what a powerful qigong teacher you are and a powerful qigong healer and here you are you're saying that these four golden wheels the three tandians and the central meridian this is the master key that's what you're saying so i want our listeners right. to get a sense that this master key is a key if you will that they have on their keychain as a person mm-hmm. they've actually got it on their yeah. keychain and i want to see if we can actually really make some progress towards that goal in this conversation we're having. So let's start with the lower okay. dantian. How, how do we help people really have a sense that this is lighting up inside them, that this is an awakened center in their body? Okay. Uh, yeah, we can do it like little step by step. First, uh, you can use the middle finger to find your navel, find your navel. Then going down from the navel, your index finger, middle finger, and ring finger going down this deep, this lower, that is, we say, the entrance of the lower dantian. And you can use the middle finger to just probe on this area. Then press a little bit, slightly deeper. Then visualize all the energies around in this lower torso are like magnified, like concentrated over the place that you press and form a shining pearl. Mm-hmm. Okay, now you slowly release your finger and allow the pearl just suspending there Open your awareness to sense the temperature, the textures, the light, the release you feel. So that's the quality you feel, what your lower dantian feels like. You might feel some flow of, like, warm flush over there. Yeah. Some people feel like the the, the, the perineum there is, is, is like, spasm, yeah, strong ones. Or at least you feel like uh, it, it's, it's like a simmering of some warmth of charcoals burning there. They're all beautiful sensations 
of low dantian. Okay. When here the low, low dantian feel is activated, very very instantly you feel your legs are getting stronger, like you stand are more firm, and then both kidneys, both kidneys are feel more soothing, and the aching. If someone have aching of lower back, can be a lot more eased instantly. Okay, and now let's move to the middle dantian. Yeah, the middle dantian. First, let's let's find the spot. Then we can talk a bit how it is like. Yeah, the middle dantian is in the middle of the chest, in in the middle of the nipples, in the middle of the chest. Yeah, so you can also. Use your middle finger to probe in the middle of your chest slightly. Yeah, if you're quite open, when you move over there, you begin to sense like as if it is very tender there. You press there, you can feel it's very powerful pressing. So we get there, it's indenting down a little bit. Then you use the middle finger and press slightly. And from your middle finger, you can imagine there is a flash, like flashlight. Flash, flash, shooting in the center of your heart. And attract all the lights around your heart. And form a shining pearl in the center. Now slightly letting go of your finger and allow the pearl keep glowing, light up your upper ridge. And that sense is feeling more nurturing as if you are in somebody's arm when it is triggered out. You can feel waves of the worms coming to your face, coming to your heart, like a beautiful glass. And it can melt away a lot of tensions on your shoulder blades, on your shoulders, on your chest. Now, Robert, is this area also the size, if you will, you mentioned of an apple? Yeah, yeah, it, it's smaller. It can be the size of a uh, of a ping pong ball. Yeah, it's smaller. Okay. The size of a ping pong ball. And allow that pearl to to wrinkle out the light. Yeah, you know the awareness when you. The, in, in Qigong, we have saying the mind goes, uh, the qi goes with the mind. Always say where your mind goes, your qi follows. So when you throw your awareness in this area, you are bringing the qi over here to nourish your heart. So the heart, when heart is nourished quite frequently, you you don't feel hurt easily. You're laughing all the time. Yeah, you're smiling. Yeah. People do something bad to you; it doesn't bother you. <laughs> so you know you you like have a very thick 
clothes on you, 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 you're bulletproof emotionally. It's a beautiful feeling. Yeah. Otherwise, you get very easily irritated. Yeah. Some people just sneeze by your side, will make you crazy. That's why you're sneezing. What do you mean? Yeah. They just find every excuse to to make you feel yourself feel you're the victim. But when it's very powerful or very nourished, yeah, you uh, you're soft, so soft that it don't break easily. You're embracing, no matter good things, no matter bad things, you're embracing it and comes out as a good vibes in the end. So it's like we say when you have big heart, it's like you have old, have a big ocean embracing everything. And then let's move to the upper Dantian. Okay, upper Dantian, they're more spiritual, more wisdom. Yeah, we're still using the middle finger to probe on the area in the middle of your eyebrows. Yeah, and probe a little bit. Then we find that kind of, I say, itchy spot. If you oh, that is there. Yeah, then you begin to press with the middle finger against the, the middle of the eyebrow. Now you can imagine the flashlight is coming from your middle finger and shoot right in the center of your head and light up over there. Meanwhile, attract all the energy in the center there and form a shining pearl. A pearl like a marble ball that size. Now let go of your finger slowly and allow the pearl to keep shining. And try to feel the difference of this upper dantian and lower dantian and middle dantian. The quality. The awakening of, or the activating of the upper dantian, you feel as if some soft hand are stroking on your forehead. Sometimes you can feel a little bit pressure on your third eyes area, like a pulse. Because here it's near the third eye, which is third eye have a lot of clever yarn. Some people might see the screen, like screen after another screen, some quite vivid pictures. They're all good sign to say your upper dantian is activated. And then we move on to the fourth golden wheel you called the central meridian. Now, Robert, how is this a wheel? I mean, each of these other three centers, I I think I understand the sense of a circular space in the body, but calling the central meridian a a column that's running in front of the spine a wheel, that's a little confusing to me. (laughs) Well, it, 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 it... It, if you just look, it, look at uh, look at the central meridian, 
uh, in the body, it is a, it's a column, it's a stick, right? Always a column. But when it goes out, out of the human body, it's connecting with the universe, then it's moving along the horizon and all the way to go to the earth and back through the perineum to inside of us. Actually, the central meridian is like, um, how to say, you know, if you have uh, 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 an orange, in the center of the orange, in all the all the skin parts is the central meridian. So the central meridian is not just one in the center; it's spread out and and whole and form a whole globe of energy to wrap the whole body of us. That's why we are so emphasized of central meridian. It is really powerful energy to make us connected with the heaven chi, with the earth chi, connected with the surroundings. So it's big will, huge, huge will to mm-hmm. embrace all the other wills. Now, can you help our listeners get a sense of what the central meridian feels like in their body? Yeah. Well, the central meridian feels uh, you can uh, first find a spot that is on top head, and if you find your two two ears, then the in the middle of the two ears, on top head here, you can use also still middle finger to probe on that area on top head. It is indenting a little bit. Please note, it is not cowlick. It is on top. A little bit tender. This is a point we call it bai hui, meaning 100 points meeting here. This is a bai hui point, and this points connect with the heaven chi, so because it is the, it's the topest of our head, of our body. So when this is opening, the universal chi flush into itself. So what you can do is you can press, maybe use your thumb, because you, you, you like to press it harder. Use your thumb to press on this point, and imagine flashlight coming from your thumb and going all the way down, shooting through your head, your neck, your body, and shoot to perineum and shoot out of your body this light and connect to the earth. Then you release your hands and then allow the light coming from the earth shooting back to your top head here and going up to the sky. Now allow that light coming down from the sky going inside of the head, traveling inside the body and shoot out from the body down to the earth. You can use your breathing. Inhale, bring the light up through the central meridian, out of your body to the sky. Exhale, bring the light, goes inside the body, travel outside the body, down into the earth. You can do a few more times. Inhale up. The crossing all three dantians. 
Exhale down. Open your awareness when it's traveling at different dantians, how you sense. Inhale up. Exhale down. Inhale up. Exhale down and goes inside. You can lower it in your lower dantian. Can you tell the difference when it moves to lower dantian, middle dantian, upper dantian? The quality is different, yeah. When you are constantly or you know, very frequently practicing the central meridian, it triggers a lot of energies along the different dantians. Then your consciousness are uh, a lot more sharper. And then you, 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 you're more sensible at feeling your conditions, both physical, emotional, and spiritual. Like physical, when you're more sensed, when your awareness of your physical conditions are strong, well, everybody gets sick. I got sick too. But you can sense, you can feel your conditions much, much more in advance than a lot of other people then the treatment is a lot easier. Like like many things, when it is in early, early stage, it's very simple to deal with. Like you get cold, you get some disease, maybe a ginger tea, a hot shower, solve the problem. But you wait it until it's getting deep, then it is serious. Yeah, The same as the feeling, I mean emotions. When you sense a bit off balance, you sense yourself, you're adjusted, then you're you're always around the balancing situations. That's what we call master key, you know. And yeah, it doesn't mean that you're always on the right. It is always moving around the best right uh, directions, uh, not too far away. Yeah, not too far away. That makes us an upgraded human being. listening to Insights at the Edge, produced by Sounds True. We welcome you to learn more about our collection of more than a thousand learning programs and receive two free gifts just for visiting us. Just go to soundstrue.com backslash free gifts. That's soundstrue.com backslash free gifts. And now back to Insights at the Edge. Now, Robert, when we're beginning to contact and awaken this feeling of the central meridian in the body, do you have a suggestion for how large the column of light or this beam of light coming down through the top of our head, through the perineum? How how wide is it? How wide it is uh, between, between the the gorge of your two eyes, like your, your two eyes distance, in the middle of one eye, then the middle of two, uh, the other eye, then you have the diameter of your two eyes distance. Then you have a, 
then this big circle is the channel of central meridian shooting up and down. This is like uh, your subways, <laughs> yeah, of uh, the tube for the energy moving around in the in the middle of your two eyes, that diameter, that big, yeah. And well, uh, it is saying it's from uh, from some ancient text to say. Ordinarily, if you know, if well, they have never done any cultivations of energy, a central meridian is connected. Because if 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 the meridian is blocked 100%, you're the dead person. So everybody's meridian it is connected, but it's not that strong. And they say it is the size of a, a pencil. That is for people who is not so strongly cultivate with energy. But with constant cultivations, meditations, moving the chi along them, they can expand. Yeah. Expand even bigger than the size. Then like it is the size of the whole body, like whole column. When you reach into that part of energy channeling a whole body up and down, uh that is the time they say you are the angel because you, you go beyond your physical body. It's interesting, Robert, because, you know, one of the practices <laughs> that you teach, you call it connecting universe. You teach people how to expand the central meridian yeah. to the yeah. size of the body and then beyond to the size of the room and then beyond the size of the room to the size of the town they live in. And then basically we expand our central meridian all the way to infinity. Yeah. It's a pretty amazing practice. Yeah. And can you tell us it a little is. bit about how that practice works? What does it do to our central meridian if we practice like that yeah. on a regular basis? <laughs> you, you, you find a good exercise uh, to start. That's wonderful. That is, that is called connecting universe. The, um, when I practiced my ma- with my master about this, when he introduced me about this exercise, which is in the book anyway, and uh, he, 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 he made a... He, he, he made an, uh, a comparison. He said, "Well, um, what is the what is the best way for you to avoid a drop of water from drying out? Yeah, you put in the it put in the ocean. Yeah, then it spread everywhere. Yeah, so you are connected with the whole ocean. Well, the same as our energy central meridian. Central meridian is like." It's, it, 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 it is it is the channel that we can connect with with the universal energies. We are bound with a lot of energy, like when you are bound rich. In my master's words, I say, everybody is a gold mine, meaning we are rich. But the problem is everyone is holding the golden ball bagging. The reason that we have gold ball in hand but still want to bag is that we don't know how to connect with the universal energies, then we assume we're very poor. Yeah. So connecting universe is the practice that makes you resourceful all the time with the universal energy and not just ex- exhausting your own energies. And it's focused on expanding the central meridian. So what we do is first, we, we, we allow ourselves to be aware of the central meridian, which is top head and perineum, a big channel, and going all the way to the heaven, all the way down into the earth, that is the axle that connects with us with the universe. Then we want to 
move the central meridian in a horizontal way, vertical, uh, sorry, in a horizontal way, circle. So you're circling on your left side from small and all the way big, all the way to the infinity. Yeah. So you, small, you circle, small circle inside your body, second circle maybe outside body, then uh, outside the room. So you just find some reference point that you can make your circle bigger. Like we said just now, where your mind goes, your chi goes. When you are using your mind to circle your central meridian, in this big circle, you're embracing this much energy. So when you're embracing all the infinity, all the universe, on your left side, all that energies are beginning to connect with you, supporting you. Then we do the right side, we do the front side, we do the back side. Yeah, then we're going to do the vertical. Then in the end, we're going to expand our central meridian. Although maybe we start now as the pencil size, then we want to expand it bigger and bigger with 21 times that you reach to the end of the infinity. So in that way, we fuse totally with the whole universe. So every, every place, every single corner of the universe, you have your little part over there. Yeah. So in my book, we have a saying, I'm the universe, okay? I have the universe. When you move... The whole universe is moving with you. When you cry, the universe is shedding the tears with you. Because when you have allow yourself to connect with the universe, we are part of the universe. Then the whole universe is nourishing us. That's how, why that connecting universe is simple but quite significant. Because that is like you have your general, and then you have millions, trillions of armies supporting you to do anything. Imagine how powerful that will be. Yeah. So this way we are resourceful and when that energy to nourish all our other wills, like through central meridian, that is the first will, it, uh, it begins to nourish our will of vitality, then you're healthy, you're charismatic, you're very uh, dynamic. Yeah. When the, the chi is nourished to our middle dantian, then you're a loving person, you're always like Buddha, always in, you know blessing others, right? And when the chi empower our third eyes a lot, we're we're wise, we have good choices. We with these three dantians hold together with central meridian. We are in Chinese we say you are the zhenren. Zhenren means you are the true person. The true person is that you know what you do, you do what you feel like to do. Every breath is an ecstasy because you're living at this moment when everything is moving in a harmonious condition. Now, Robert, I know that in addition to teaching Qigong, that you also work as a Qigong healer. And I'm curious how the four golden wheels come into your work as a healer, if they do. Yeah. Well, doing the healing work, well, I... um, uh, before I do say healing, I, I like to make a little distinctions of curing and healing because people they get confused. They think uh, I, I have a disease. I go to you, then you treat me, then you cure me. Then, but this is not healing. Yeah, curing is of something 
coming from outside and given to a passive recipients. Yeah. So like pills, herbs, operations, this what this is what we call the way of curing. But healing it implies the existence of a force at work from within, with people as active participants in their own. Yeah. So when we are doing the healing work, it is not the healer who is doing work alone. It is the participants of the patients working together. Well, so when we're doing the healing work, actually, in the broad sense, you're working on their foregone wills. Like we work a lot on the head to activate through the head, to activate the top head, you know, that is the uh, the upper dantian. Yeah, so when upper dantian is released, because near the third eyes, they begin to falling awaken the middle dantian. When middle dantian is awakened, you're much, much more relaxed. Because I notice a lot of patients, when they come, and at first they're very uh, nervous. They're, they're, they're nervous, they're, they're restless, but after just a few minutes of work, because the, 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 the rhythm is harmonized together, the middle dantian is settled, then they begin to feel so much safer and at ease. Then at that time, it's going deeper to allow the vitality to come, because vitality is the part, the lower dantian is the part that really simmer the organs to make all the organs working in a harmonious ways, in a harmonious way. So after this initiations, I always need my patients to practice. So all my patients should be also the student of Qigong. If you don't practice, I don't encourage to come to me to come to too to much. Yeah, because in the end, it is you yourself to heal yourself. Yeah. So that is how the healing is. And it's it's always working on these different dantians. And make, to make it more detailed, then we say the 12 meridians, because each organ, they have a meridian that's connected with your finger, connected with your head, connected with your toes, and it's moving inside of your legs, outside of your legs, inside of your arms, and outside of your arms. So when we're doing the work, we do all over the body, holistically. Yeah. So the holistic, the reason we call it holistic is we're working your body as a whole. Not to say, oh, I have headache. You just work on headache. You have a headache, maybe I, I, I work on your toes. I work on one of your hands. That is, your body is a whole system. Another way we, we call it is holistic because it reverses the approaches to health and healing that takes into account of the wholeness of human beings. So it's not just physical pain. Each time we do the work, you're hosting it as the body, mind, emotions, spirit. Body, mind, emotions, spirit. It's always in the dynamic moment, the movement within the work. Yeah. It doesn't matter that you 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 know this disease or not. Yeah. Say, you come to me and say, I have headache. I have some symptoms. Uh, in Western medicine, they do the test and define what this is. But for the energy healing, while you know it, it's good. You don't know it, you can still do the work. So in Chinese, we have a, a, a interesting saying. We say, 
ignorant doctor heals the unknown disease. <laughs> You're ignorant of what it is. But as soon as you sense the energy, you know where the blockages, you take away the blockages. And after taking the blockages, empower the energy to make it flow. That is that is that is the sequence of the breathing of the treatment. Take away the blockages, fill with the chi, and allow the chi to heal. The three steps. It's very simple. <laughs> Now, Robert, I know you studied both Qigong and healing with your master in China, Master Xiao Zhao. And I'd love to know, did you see any healings? Did you witness any healings that really astounded you? I mean, I have to ask. Uh, um, well, there, there are too many. <laughs> let, me, let me think about one. Uh, you mean the one I saw my master? Yeah, that that you saw that he was functioning in that role as the healer, and yeah. here you are, a young person, and you're learning, and you think, "Oh my, holy gosh!" Yeah, well, actually, he he healed me to start with. Because, you know, when I first met him, I was eight years old. I was suffering very very severe pain on my chest. Well, I don't know what that disease is because you know, when the doctor maybe I was too young, I don't know what they diagnosed, but the symptom is that uh, it's painful, especially if I jump or run. It's very painful. So, um, so my master has to uh, go to the doctor. It doesn't help. Then the doc- doctor says, maybe this son needs to rest. So I rest and, uh, and then stay at home being bored. That's how I met my master in his boiler room. Yeah. His way of doing treatment the minute he is like so easy, and uh, one of the way I'm very impressed is that we say Hua Fu, Hua Fu, is that he 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 draw a picture on the yellow paper, then then he begin to chant on this paper, then he burn this paper, then he allow this ashes to, to collect this ashes and put it in the tea or in, in the wine and allow the uh, the patients to drink it. And it heals to a lot of people. Yeah. So that is obvious. Another thing is that he just scan. Just scan. Just look at your scan, and then you're fine. You're fine. But one other thing I, I, uh, I, I witnessed, actually, I get involved uh, with the treatment is, um, uh, is when I was in the mountain, his, his, his monastery, his temple is deep in the mountain. Uh, after I practice every year, every day with him, when we're together, then he returned to the mountain in my teenagers. So I visited him in my uh, winter or summer vacation. This one time, we saw a mountain, there's a summertime. There's a mountaineer was carried by several people in, in, the, in the temple. He was bitten by a poisonous snake. On his on his on his foot, he's swollen. He's like so swollen. His skin was shining. Yeah, it, 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 like big, huge, huge. And then there's a, there's a there's a red line from that the the beaten spot coming coming up uh, above the knee, above the knee. It was very dangerous because there's a saying: if that red line from the wound from the beaten spot 
going all the way to the heart, he's going to die. Well, that is the first time I saw my master, even. He was, normally he, he do the treatment, very easy, calm, but when he saw this one, it's an emergency, he asked him to carry to his room, using his chi to the spot, then pressing the by weight in the central meridian and asked me to help with the uh, uh men, you know, the, the, the gate of life in the middle of um of kidneys. So doing the work to first to empower his life force because he's he's fainting. He lost his consciousness. Like his foams in the in his in his mouth. So the first thing is to boost his energy. Then he began to use his salt finger to channel it. Just several minutes after the channel, you can see like the the, the streams of black uh, 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 blood is shooting out from that wound. Yeah. Until later, it becomes to get fresh. Then that is time he feel safe. We must get a good breath. Then he using some herbs, chewing in his mouth, and have some wine and. <clears throat> in his mouth a spray on the wound, cover it. All together is about fifteen, twenty minutes. This person came in, gone, nothing, yeah, lost his conscience, carried by four big men, and in twenty, thirty minutes walk out. Hmm. With his face. Like when he came in his face is Blackened, yeah, his wound is huge. This is one of the things I was very impressed when I when I was with my master. Because at that time I cannot do treatment on my own yet. Yeah, that is the first time I did the treatment with him. Not first time I did the treatment with him as his assistant. Now, Robert, that's an amazing story of your experience well, with your master. But now I have a kind of interesting story to tell about you that I'd really like you to explain, if you will. I asked you about it once, but I didn't really fully understand your answer, which is when we were shooting a DVD together, the new DVD, Qigong Ecstasy, we did it in a location outside of my home in Boulder, Colorado. And the day before the actual video shoot, I went outside and I looked at the garden and it looked more beautiful than I'd ever seen it in my life. I would go so far as to say it looked two times or three times more beautiful. It was glittering and glistening and shining and filled with like a magical fairy dust, if you will. And I thought to Mm -hmm. myself, I wonder if Robert did something to the garden. (laughs) Or am I just so happy to see Robert because he's here making this video with us that my vision is changed? And I asked you about it later, and you said, oh, actually, that you had empowered the setting of the video, that you had empowered this garden before you even flew from New York to come to Colorado. So tell us, what did you do to empower the physical space before you got there and light it up like this? So, um, well, that is, that is both. One, uh, maybe now I, I say it more uh, comprehensively, uh, I think it is from both. One is the awareness of your uh, 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 of yours are more open, more connected with that moment. So 
all that beauties there before is shining even more brightly at that moment to you. That's one thing. Another is what you mentioned this to empowerment. Actually, that is that is what I'm going to teach for that three afternoon. That's one of the things. Three afternoon in uh, in uh, Wake Up Festival is how to energize the energy field where you work, where you're going to do workshop, where you're going to visit. This way to make your trip more uh, more 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 pleasant, more protected. Yeah. So what we do is that um, uh, first we have, you know, in our in our own body we have about seven points that you want to reorganize it through some gestures. I cannot describe it here. Yeah. So you do of yourself one time. Then you expand your body, like you want to empower this whole room. So your whole body expands the same size as this room. So in other words, this room, it looks like you, a bigger you. Then you're doing the same way to make you energy and this room energy synchronized. Yeah. So in other words, it's like you're, you're breathing together with this room. That is how you can have this, when we say empower, it's not that you make this empower, you make this place much more connected with you. It's like, we do this the same way as empower the property. You know, I have some good friends, they, they, they bought a new house, they feel the energy is not so good, they ask me to, to empower the energy. That is the same way you do. You make this property breathe together with the master of the property then that is what we call empowerment. It, it is empowerment for this owner. It is not empowerment for anybody else. Yeah. So when uh, you can do this here, you can also do this in the distance. Just throw in mind. So what I usually do is that, say, for example, last year, before I arrive to uh, 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 Estes Park for... Uh, for the uh, Wake Up Festival, um, I even if I haven't been there, I try to find the pictures. Just get a sense, get a get a sense of over there. Then in my home now here, I begin to use these ways to make my energies connected with energy in Estes Park. Then when I when I am there, I do again to empower to reinforce that empowerment or connections of me, my energy. And this place, then you energetically you don't feel strange to this place. Yeah, so that's how I did to uh, to your house. Before I went to your house, I did empowerment. I tried to not only me. I empowered to make every participant's energy is connected with that property, so that. So that when you arrive there, you feel everybody of you, everybody, every staff, they they feel they're walking in one direction. So they're harmonized chi over there, and of course, all the plants, all the trees, and everything, they're also part of the things of our empowerment. And that is another reason you you feel it is even more vital. It is even more beautiful at that time. I don't know that. I don't know whether that makes sense. <laughs> it, it does make and sense, and it's very yes, interesting yes. to me. And uh, 
I'd like to 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 guide you someday when we're together. It is very interesting. It's not it's not complicated. You can do it right away. Uh, that's what I plan to teach in the um, uh, in the th- three afternoons uh, break up right break up class at the wake up festival. Yeah, <laughs> wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Wake up festival. Yeah. Now, Robert, to end our conversation, I'd love, if possible, I'm going to ask you a favor here. If you would be willing to offer our listeners some type of qigong practice that is easy to teach here in this medium through audio, some qigong practice that they could start working with to really get a sense of the power of this work. Sure, sure. Um, I think, uh, yeah, because the audience can be uh, can be practitioner or qigong or not, but so I I, I think it, I'll find one that is universal to everybody. Even if you are very very advanced with qigong, I think it is, will be still very helpful. That is, we say, awakening awareness. So, what is awareness? The power of awareness. Yeah, the awareness in the narrow sense is that you you, you feel something more sharply. But that is not what we say, the awareness, because the awareness, um, you know, some people are very sensitive, but they feel annoyed. They're very sensitive to hear noise, sound, then they're annoyed. It's a problem. But the awareness that you sense, that, that, but it doesn't bother you. That is the awareness. So the power of awareness is that you have the power to feel the balance, not to feel the horrible thing. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, uh, so the awakening awareness is to make us a mind pause for a second, for a few seconds, just scan around us. Yeah, outside of body, inside of body. It's quite an interesting and powerful practice. I can guide it through in several minutes. Is that okay? Let's do it. Okay, let's do it. Now, uh, sit down. Sit down. Um with the hands resting on your lap. And keep your spine straight and relaxed. Close your eyes and breathe naturally. Now, open your eyes and become aware of the outer world. Notice the sights outside of you, sounds, smells, the temperature, and the space around you. Now, close your eyes and become aware of your inner world. Notice the images in your mind, thoughts, emotions, and memories floating inside.
keep your eyes closed and become aware of the outer world. Notice the sides, sounds, smells, the temperature, and the space around you. Now, open your eyes and become aware of your inner world. Notice the images, thoughts, emotions, and memories floating inside. Keep your eyes open and become aware of both the outer world and your inner world. Notice the sights, images, sounds, thoughts, smells, emotions, the temperature, the memories floating inside and the space around you. Now close your eyes and become aware of both the outer world and your inner world. Notice the sights, images in your mind, sounds, thoughts, smells, emotions, the temperature, the memories floating inside, and the space around you. Now, let go of all experience. Dissolve your inner world and the outer world into nothingness. Become aware of awareness itself. Awaken your awareness and realize that awakened awareness is your true nature.
Now take a deep inhale. Feel that breathing. Imagine that breathing, exhale, is like a beautiful drink when you're very thirsty. Again, inhale. Exhale, relax. You can sigh out. Inhale. Beautiful drink. One more inhale. And slowly open your eyes. And back into your real world. Smile. Thank you, Robert. Thank you. Thank you. With Sounds True, Robert Peng has written a new book, The Master Key, Qigong Secrets for Vitality, Love, and Wisdom. It's a book that both tells his personal story and his studies with his master in China. And then the second half of the book goes into quite a bit of detail on both activating and exercising the four golden wheels. There's also a four-part DVD series called The Master Key that's a companion to the book that takes you through all of the exercises on video. Robert has also created a new standalone video with Sounds True called Qigong Ecstasy. And this is the video that was filmed just under a year ago outside of my house in an empowered garden. It's a video that offers a Qigong movement and meditation sequence that cultivates radiant happiness. Robert will also be with us this year at our 2014 Wake Up Festival, August 20th through the 24th, this year in Estes Park, Colorado. He'll be offering a pre-festival two-day Qigong workshop, morning Qigong practices at the Wake Up Festival, and a healer's intensive in the afternoon. Robert, thanks so much for being with us and helping us activate our four golden wheels and activate the power of awareness. Thank you. Thank you, Tammy. Thank you, everybody. SoundsTrue.com. Many voices, one journey. Thanks for listening.